0: Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, strap into your
1: tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. If I
2: can make a
1: good morning and welcome to Tony Sanders Outdoors. The rainy Saturday morning, surprise, surprise, rain's coming down. Hopefully it will be good. And just coming in to the station right now, who was late and promised me he would be here on time, but he's still walking around the corner. For those of you who are watching on uh, Facebook Live. Are our esteemed guests. (laughs) Not both of us. Somebody was here on time, but uh, Mr. Sanders, Mr. Daughtery from Trout Unlimited, or I'm sorry, I'm going to say that all day long because I have been doing so much with Trout Ducks Unlimited. We're basically just
3: all animals unlimited. I didn't help you by wearing the Trout Unlimited hat.
1: No, you are wearing a Trout Unlimited hat here to talk about Ducks Unlimited. So let me go ahead and apologize to everybody listening right now. When I say trout, I probably mean duck, so let's just go from there. Except when you talk about the new trout regulations from
3: TWRA. Yes, then you we will be talking trout. about
1: that, and we also have new duck regulations as well, so that'll be a good thing. Mr. Sanders, go ahead and pull that mic to you.
4: Good
1: morning, Rob. Good morning. How are hey. you? Oh, I'm good. You got on a Ducks Unlimited hat.
4: I do have a Ducks Unlimited hat.
1: He's got a Trout Unlimited. I've got it on a Ducks hey. Unlimited t-shirt.
4: Hey, we're covered. We're going to keep you on your toes this morning.
1: Yeah, we'll keep. We'll get it going. <laughs> I heard you... I heard, uh, I heard you was hit by a train.
4: Um, I I got to watch the train go by on Boy Scout Road. It was eight minutes. It's painful, you know, you when, when you're late, and then there's the train as you oh, yeah. pull up. You see the red lights. You you know you you want to evil knievel it, you know. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, I I just sat there and painfully watched it slowly go by. You didn't try a Duke's a Hazard and jump it. No, no, I'm not in my own vehicle today. I figured I I probably shouldn't do that. Well, you probably would have landed in a
1: puddle of water somewhere, and it would have been <laughs> awful soft because. Boy, we've had the rain.
4: Yeah, yeah. I borrowed a a truck yesterday, and I had to get four wheel drive just to get it out of the yard. So wow, it was uh, it's wet. It's real wet. It's even wet on duck hunter standards. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, there's like duck hunting cold,
1: and I use that as a as a as a level. There's like brisk. There's like cool. There's like cold. Then there's like duck hunting cold, where shotgun automatic shotguns freeze up. And pump shotguns don't work anymore because there's so much ice. You know, that's duck hunting cold. That's what I call duck hunting cold. And and so I've got a level of coldness. But as far as wetness goes, boy. <laughs> yeah, we've got it. Yeah, we, we for sure got it. got it. Oh, man. We've had the rain, folks. Um, and uh, Hamilton County schools were closed on Friday due to inclement weather. So uh, hopefully all the kids uh, had a good rain day, I guess. No yeah. yeah, no, no. I'm t- sure they're burning up snow days. Well, I think they, they plan X number in yeah. but you know, but I mean, you know, it, there were some parts of Hamilton County yesterday that were uh underwater. So
3: Right. Well it's still early on the snow. I mean it's only February.
1: I oh, know. There was the what was the ninety three or ninety yeah, four? Ninety three. Ninety three?
3: Early March probably around the tenth, eleventh, somewhere in there. Fifteenth. It was fifteenth.
1: It was our yeah. spring break. I was in college yeah. at the time. And I was up in eastern Kentucky, and we had like 40-something inches of snow up there. It was amazing. i would never seen that much snow in my life. but It can happen, I guess. Well, yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah. Well, we've yeah. had enough rain. I, I don't think we need any more snow. In well, imagine the if all this
3: rain was actually snow. Ooh, that would be cool.
1: We might have actually gotten some ducks in this year if there was enough cold weather. I'm, we're going to be talking a little bit today. If you want to call in and be a part of the conversation, give us a call at 267 1023 267 One We're going to be talking a lot of uh, Ducks Unlimited today. We're going to uh, wrap up the season, or as it were, per se. Uh, I don't know if it was a season for anybody, but we're going to wrap up the period of which people attempted to hunt ducks. Uh, We're going to talk about a few things the TWA has uh, come up with out of their uh, commission meeting. They set uh, new trout regulations and some new waterfowl regulations, so we'll be talking about that. And we're going to be talking about the Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival, uh, which is coming up. If you have a child, uh, if you have a grandson, or if you have a niece or a nephew, they need to come out to this. This was an awesome event, and it's only getting bigger, and the kids had a really, really great time. And it's free. Most importantly, free. So if you've got a kid, be sure to listen to this particular show, because getting those kids out there and letting them experience all kinds of things, not just Ducks Unlimited, but the, it's a—it's an outdoor festival. So we'll be talking about that. But now that you're in, yes. how are you? I'm good. I, I see you got your rain gear with you, too. I do. It is raining still. So. Yeah. Again?
4: Again, yeah.
1: I never put it away. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's true. It's been out for about a week and a half. Yeah.
1: No doubt, straight. But here, here's my problem. Everybody's saying, oh, we're getting more rain this year. Week. We, on average, get more rain than Seattle every year, Really? If you, if you look up the statistic back me up, go look, go look up. Taylor's s- s- sitting there going on his head, no, 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 look up annual rainfall, Chattanooga, and then look up annual rainfall Seattle now
3: average annual rainfall, thank you, sir. Don't look up any records, no, yeah,
1: <laughs> but here's the thing. we get ours in like one and two inches, you know summer rain patterns, speaking of summer rain patterns. What was it, Wednesday or Thursday? It was like 40, 38, 40 degrees, and there was thunder and hail. I thought that was like a summer rain pattern, uh, like, you know, what you get in the middle of summer.
4: It was miserable. I mean, it was like, like, it was like 36, 38 degrees. Yeah. And
1: just rain and wet, cold. Lightning. Nasty
4: day. Thunder.
1: I mean, I can deal with wet, cold, but lightning and thunder when it's 38, you don't think you're going to see that type of weather. but Yeah. Like you
3: said, hail, sleet, whatever you want to call it. It was yeah. a lot of hail, but we get one to two
1: inches on a rainstorm. Seattle gets that wet mist rain like 364 days out of the year. I may be exaggerating that, but they probably get it 300 and some odd days of the year. So it all totals up, but we are actually wetter on average in East Tennessee. Yep. Open, open your mic and, and tell them, Taylor. Okay, so on average, Seattle gets 37.49 inches a year. Okay. And Chattanooga gets 39 inches of rain per year. So, yeah. Pretty crazy. Everybody says, oh, we're the Seattle of the week. We get rain. Yeah, we so, do. I so never Seattle's
3: that. got nothing on us.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a bunch of coffee-drinking hippies up there
3: is what they got. Yeah, can't handle the rain.
1: No. <laughs>
4: Bring it, right? <laughs> Five inches at a time, <laughs>
1: but they do have they do have the Western Flyway up there, so that's kind of kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah, we don't have a flyway. we don't we, no, we
4: got the Lost Duck, flyway. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Lost Duck yeah, flyway. Yeah, the Lost Duck. Yeah, the Lost Duck Flyway. <laughs> I like that. January.
1: I like that. We're, I'm not Central. I'm not Eastern. Where are we? I don't know. We're 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 somewhere over Danville, Kentucky, heading south. I mean, <laughs> look, look a river. <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: yeah. Speaking of which, I've I've seen uh, a couple of species locally that. Um, I wasn't expecting to see uh, over in the sloughs at Chattanooga State. there, yeah. were, there was a northern
4: shoveler. They and, they get down here. We I've uh, I've I've shot them locally several times. Not common, but th- it does happen. <laughs> what um what we get a little of is the Atlantic flyway. If you look at it, it kind of swings up. Has like a little loop that comes up sort of close to chattanooga so it, it's kind of like some of the atlantic flyway birds get stuck on the tennessee river and they make their way here because of that you see some sea ducks um over the years shot black surf scooters old squall they call them long tail ducks now um and uh even some golden eyes and a lot of that's from the atlantic coast you know and uh Black ducks. We used to, I haven't seen them in the recent years, but seven eight years ago we used to see quite a few black ducks. So cool. And that's um, kind of
3: why we call it the lost duck flyway. Yeah, because
4: yeah, we, I mean, we get a few birds through, but it's definitely not the same as a normal flyway. Not and, like
3: not
1: like Arkansas, which is like in the cent in middle of the it, central flyway. Yeah, correct. correct. Okay.
4: And okay. Um, when it gets real cold, if you like to diver hunt, you get good pushes of diver ducks. Um, in fact i've seen a big uh, raft of canvasbacks um in chester chester frost bay the past couple weeks really yeah so uh i mean we we can have moments of migration that are you know i guess, i guess would be kind of have we would consider peak but they're not it's not what what you would consider in a normal hot dug zone
1: it, well, that makes sense, yeah. and we do have our you know our local like uh, everybody yeah. here is pretty much either mallard or primarily mallard or wood duck.
4: Right, and and I've I, I've hunted with guys that shoot um, you know private land local, and and they've killed banded birds that come from Canada, and um, wood ducks that come from up north, just like you know Arkansas. So it, they they make it here. It's just not common. Mm-hmm.
3: But you get down to like North Alabama, and you, there's I mean like gunnersville. Gunnersville's got a lot of birds, and we're talking you know, mallards, divers, sure, gadwall.
4: You just gotta, I mean, you can kill ducks in Chattanooga, you just gotta do about as many hours scouting as you do hours hunting, at least, if not uh, double. I think we've honestly. said it,
3: we've said it before when people will call in and ask, you know, how do you, you know, what's the most important thing in duck hunting? And it's scouting, yeah. You ask anybody that duck hunts, and I'll tell you, if you're gonna
4: hunt a river system like this, uh, yeah. where it's mostly you know, public, you just find the birds and move. Well, that makes
1: sense, and I mean, you know it being public, I'm sure there's some questions occasionally on uh legality. I know some of, du- course, of, of yeah. I know there's been yeah. some duck hunters that have been said, you know you can't hunt here, and it's like, mm, yeah, you can, yeah. but you know they're
4: yeah it does conflicting happen
1: conflicting laws occasionally, right. we, we can and, talk about that a little bit later, but.
4: yeah, yeah, we sure can, but it you know it it's you got you gotta put a lot of effort in per bird in the Chattanooga area to be a successful duck hunter. That's why you see most the guys that are s- very serious traveling. Just because you can get more bang for your buck per right. hunt. Literally. Yeah. Well, oh, this year you could, but <laughs> this year, m- most yeah. years.
3: <laughs> yeah. And what, you know, people ask us sometimes, it's like, you know, where, where are the best duck hunting spots in Chattanooga? And your answer is always wherever the ducks are. You got to oh. go find the ducks.
1: Uh, that, that's kind of like, you know, when people say, what'd you catch the fish on? I say, the end of my line. <laughs> where'd you catch him in the mouth yeah you you know yeah you just give out general inform good general information
3: well my right. point is i can't even tell you a spot even if like i was not holding back because you just have to go scout and find where the birds are so it changes day by day hour by hour that's a lot yeah, of weather yeah, and, and well, temperature water levels all yeah i mean of things, e- there's so many factors that you, you there i mean there are a few spots that you'll go look at but yeah i mean you just have to go find the birds
1: well, I think part of it is, you know, you said water levels. Right now, I think if a flock landed near the dam, they'd be in South Pittsburgh in about five or ten minutes. So a
4: so down, down river record? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably.
1: Yeah. Iron Man, they got nothing on that. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine if we had an Iron Man swim right now? I, saw, I, was, I, was, uh, I was at a Trout Unlimited meeting this weekend, which uh, I'll talk about a little bit later. But uh, last weekend, we, which was on the river, uh, we were at the uh, conservation center for the aquarium, and we were watching the river run by, and at one point I, I was kind of zoned out and watching, you know, just the river roll by. And there's this tree, not a log, a whole darn tree, just going down river, just you know, tumbling. And, and my first thought was, man, if somebody's going to run that river, they're going to lose a lower unit, or if you know they've closed it to commercial traffic, you know, I would hate to see a uh, a towboat hit one of those things. And it's
3: there's just a lot of lot of water out there. I've been meaning, you know, we have Richard Sims, one of our, our committee members, uh, does a lot of fishing, and he's guiding and things. I've been meaning to ask him if he's done. If he's gotten out much. And, I don't think he has. If he has, what's it like?
1: Well, I don't know that he's going to be guiding because well, I think it was Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, I came over the dam and was looking at the lake, and the lake was turbid brown. I mean, the, because of everything pouring into the lake and the water, obviously, from upstream, you've got runoff. And we're catching the runoff, and we're letting it out, and it's going to get muddier as it goes downstream. But it was it was really, really muddy. I, mm. I've never seen the lake that muddy. Of course, there were white caps on it, too, so that doesn't help either. <laughs> so,
4: the Adventure fishing.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt. Well, we're up to our first break. We're going to go ahead and take it. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. We will be right back.
0: Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want? Go to sportsmanswarehouse.com, choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. I weigh 150. Three and Lee Highway. Spring will soon be here, and you know what
1: that means, grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Hicks and Pie. Don has steaks such as T-Bone, porterhouse, Ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook. Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Bates has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Bates. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors.
3: I kind of want some specs on that fire truck.
1: I'm looking at it right now. I wouldn't mind having it. You know, that'd,
3: I mean, be, that'd <laughs> be fun. That's not like a fire van or something. You that's know, you a, wouldn't need uh, it this week or anything.
1: But no, no. And it looks like an that's old. That's probably why they're selling it. <laughs> <laughs> it appears on the it appears on the uh, website here for It Looks like an old Sea Grave is what it looks like. So. Uh, I'm thinking circa 1980s, maybe late 90s, somewhere in there. So it looks like an older Seagrave. So.
4: It could be the new Tony Sanders vehicle. Do The Tony out
1: Sanders it. outdoor vehicle, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We won't be late to the show. Just turn on the siren. Yeah.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> think that thing would pass emissions?
1: Uh, it's diesel. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think diesel has to go through emissions, does it's it? It's got to be over no. the weight that yeah. it has to do. It, oh, right? God, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, could be worse. <laughs> 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 Although it would be a cool cool outdoor vehicle to have i mean you got storage out the wazoo and you know you you can put whatever you want in the tank you could put you know a whole bunch of adult beverages in there if you really wanted to i mean (laughs) and you got it on tap right there at 500 psi so hey there we go oh yeah
4: (laughs) get interesting
1: (laughs) the new ducks i can see a parade new ducks unlimited fire truck with sprayed out free beer to everybody (laughs) sponsored by budweiser (laughs) there we go Oh, boy, this just went south really quick. <laughs> this, this We are degrading fast, folks. Uh, for everybody on Facebook Live, uh, I'm working two two different computers, so if you're looking at us on Facebook Live, good morning, everybody. Hope you all will call in at 267-1023, 267-1023. Uh, Chris Sanders and I'm drawing a blank. Patrick. Daly. Patrick. I, I was drawing a blank on your first name. I knew your last name. I was like, yeah. Anyway, so Patrick Daughtry and Chris Sanders are in the house. Talking some Ducks Unlimited, tell Tell me a little bit about the, uh, and we're going to talk about it in detail, but tell me about the event that's coming up uh, on, let me see here, April 6th, the Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival, and it's out at Covey Creek Farms. What time, who, what, where, when, how, why?
4: Yeah, so um, it's an event that, so I think it's our third year, Patrick, so yeah, third year, Um, and uh, Donnie Covey, you know, the owner of Covey Creek Farms came to us and, uh, with an idea and, uh, and a passion, and that was getting youth involved in hunting and outdoors.
3: You, you want to know how the whole thing started? Yeah. My buddy uh, hit my car in the work parking lot. He backed into my car, and I had to go to the body shop, the St. Elmo body shop that's owned by Donnie Covey. And we started talking about I have a D tag on my car. We started talking about duck hunting. We started talking about kids' duck hunting. And then the next thing you know, like nine months later, yeah, we had
5: one. It's, right. it's little
3: things like that. And, you know. I want to hear more about this, but we do have a caller, so
1: I want to talk to David. David, good morning, sir. Hello? Did I hit the wrong button? Hey. Hello, David, how good you doing? On.
5: Good. How's it going this morning?
1: Oh, doing well. Wishing I had some uh, venison biscuits this morning, like last <laughs> week. I appreciate you bringing those in, sir.
5: That's the reason I called to see if those guys—I mean, they were late. Sure, they brought you something to eat, didn't they?
1: No, sir, they did not. Not even—they didn't bring me any duck feathers. They didn't bring me any bacon wrap, jalapeno, cream cheese,
3: mm-hmm.
1: duck poppers. Mm-hmm. Nothing.
3: We didn't have a good season. Help. Yeah, could they didn't help hard have hard to find. Yeah,
1: I know it. They didn't have a good season. They maybe shot—I think—a duck. So you know, I'm, I'll <laughs> give them that.
5: But great, great. Well, listen, this is—I know y'all are going to be talking serious today, but I could not resist. You remember last week? I left a little early because we had cut me in from out of town right and they were fr- they were from omaha and the reason they came down for a few days is to get away from the snow and the very first thing you talked about this morning was a northern shoveler and i thought well they were <laughs> a northern shoveler at my house last week <laughs> just not <laughs> all the they've duck- been doing this winter
1: <laughs> just not the duck kind yeah i got you
5: <laughs> oh yes yes well listen i'm gonna listen in to you let you guys talk duck hunting
1: all righty sir good to hear from you david
5: all guys. Right, yeah, take care
1: Goodbye. bye that was David. He uh he's a big, big deer hunter. He he hunts other stuff, but real big deer hunter, and he came in last weekend brought uh, venison sausage biscuits for uh, me and uh, Tony and Joe DiPietro Pietro and our producers. Sorry Taylor, I didn't I didn't have anything this way and I didn't make you your rice Krispie treat you like I'm sorry I didn't make those for you, but um anyway, so we're we're already on to food and we're not even into the second segment all the way. But <laughs> back to back to backing up. Yeah. Somebody bumped into your car. You go down to uh, the St. Elmo station, get to talking with Mr. Covey.
4: And there you go. And that's where it started. That's where it started. So he offered his place up to us, and uh, we we kind of put some feelers out. We had the first event, it was wildly successful, way more successful (laughs) than we anticipated. Last year was the same. We anticipated growth and. It grew more than we anticipated again, um, not only in number of people attending, but number of people wanting to be a part of it. So this is not just Ducks Unlimited. We we have reached out to basically every conservation group out there in the Chattanooga area. We got, I am mean, have a list here, I'll go through, I can go through in a minute, make sure I'm missing anybody, but you know. Um, Sportsman's Warehouse, um, you know, Luke, Luke Cabela's and Bass Pro, all these guys are, are are giving us stuff for these kids to not only participate with, but take home. So we've already got 300 fishing rods for this year. Uh, Donnie uh, stocked his trout with pond or his pond with uh, trout. Take them, you know, he you catch it, you take it home. It's not just catch and release. You you can keep the fish if you like. So. It's, it's, getting, it's gotten a serious upgrade this year, and we're looking forward to a really, really big turnout.
3: Well, it's not just the conservation groups that they get into it. I mean, there there is going to be, like, the crappie club's going to be there teaching kids how to fish yep. and things like that. and Outdoor
4: Chattanooga. But, you
3: know, yeah, I mean, like last year we had, yeah, we, had, we had the mountain bikes. We had, you know, skeet shooting. We had, I mean, I don't know if the guy's coming, so I'm, I'm tempted not to say it, but we had a guy with an awesome telescope the first yeah. year. And, I mean, it's just... Anything outdoors and this is well, we'll that's have, what that's what this is about like
4: duck duck calling turkey calling uh, like kind of deer hunting stations where they can find out about you know not necessarily where to go but just information about the that activity um things you know
1: and i know you had uh, both t w r a and the georgia d n r they'll be out there for sure, and that was nice to see. They sent out a very large coalition, so it was yeah. nice to see them. Yeah, yeah,
4: both of them did. It. Uh, you know, it's right there. It's it's in Georgia, but it's I mean, right on the line. And so you know, it's real nice to be able to work, see both both sides working together, and and it's kind of like working you know with other conservation groups. So the kids are going to get
1: something by showing up, but well, most of them should. Yeah, right. But didn't last year? Didn't everybody get like a youth membership to Ducks Unlimited as right. well? And what is. What is the youth membership if if somebody brings their kid do, do they get a monthly coloring book or quarterly Yeah, magazine? it's like it's
4: quarterly uh okay. for kids uh under well if you choose the Puddler which is the the youth ma- publication I think it's quarterly and then or buy bi- bi- might be bi-monthly. Yeah. And um and then if you were to choose the adult publication which you know I think if you're over 12 you have the choice to do that it it's monthly or or no, it was bi-monthly for sure. Um, and then, uh, they, you know, they get just some information packet and but free membership, and that's been underwritten by a local sponsor. So. Very nice.
3: And I forget how many we have, but I mean, it, we should be able to give it to almost we, every.
4: We last kid year comes. we we exceeded the number of uh, sponsorships we had, and it was not a problem to have that.
3: That upped. honestly, that's so. probably the biggest thing for me since we've been doing this event is the support. From folks that when you walk into a business or a sponsor's place and you say, you know, this is what we're trying to do, just get kids involved. They right. jump on
4: it. They people have come to us that we haven't even contacted because they've heard of it. They want to be a part of it, and I think you know most of us on the board or on the committee with, with Ducks Unlimited, we have a commission. I mean, uh, um, you know, kind of a conservation heart. You know, we it's important to us the future of not only the sport but the. You know, the, the population of the ducks, the habitat of the, the ducks. So um, I think that translates into uh, wanting to carry this sport forward and understanding and realizing that the youth of America are the key and we're losing them as sportsmen. So
3: it's like, it's like Chris said last year we, we were counting and we gave up all the sponsorships that we had and we still had kids walking the door. And we went and grabbed a couple of the sponsors that were there, and we said, "Guys, we've gotten rid of them all." And they said, "Keep giving them out; we'll pay for them." That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. absolutely.
1: And that's the that's the mindset of most outdoors people. We're we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're givers. We're, we are givers, uh, and especially the conservation groups because we want to see it conserved not only for us but, like you said, for future generations. So, right. one of the ways to conserve it is to get the youth involved, and oh, yeah. and I think uh, we have. Ducks Unlimited is working on this. Several other groups are working on this. The TWA is working on this. It's but,
4: a concern across the board. It
1: is. But I think we had, we rested on our laurels saying, look what we had done. We've protected all this, or we had uh, bought 59 acres and gave it access on whatever river to fishermen, whatever. Look at us. We have done good. But we weren't, we, we, we gave back, but we didn't give back to the generations behind us. And I think the focus on youth is something that a lot of these groups are getting into. And I think it's justified.
4: It's 100% justified.
3: Absolutely. And, you know, it's really amazing. We've had so many, you know, parents bring their kids, and the parents will say something along the lines of, yeah, my kid's really interested in fishing, but I've never fished. Right. I don't, you know, so I don't really know what to do. Just guess what? This event is perfect for those people because you can come. We've got, again, we've got the Chattanooga Crappie Club. We've got um, some a couple um, college bass fishing teams that are going to show up this year. Great. And they're going to have, you know, the, the boats, and the, and they all know what they're doing. And so y- these kids can really learn from people that really know what they're doing and get out there and do it. It's great.
4: Or just get out there. And all, sometimes all it takes is one 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 key moment where it, it implants in a kid, and all of a sudden they're hooked. They, they decide in that moment whether they've caught a 12-pound bass or not, that I'm going to fish, or I want to be a hunter. So it's it's an opportunity to it, take in at least an experience of what the hunting activities and fishing activities include, and and give them some some drive, some some something to kind of say I'd like to pursue this. So we, we we're all excited about it, and and it's it's really really great to see it grow and grow at the speed. It has. The two things that I can think
1: about are you've involved other people. Well, I mean, obviously a lot of other conservation groups, but you've got the hunters, you've got the mountain bikers, you've got the fishermen, you've got the trap and skeet shooters, you've got the uh, astronomer, you've got on a, you've got more than, so it's truly an outdoor festival. And they used to have one of these in Memphis uh, several years, the Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival. And I always used to go, they would call us as tra- as uh, members of the Federation of Fly Fishers. They'd say, hey, would you come out, tie some flies, and cast as a demo? People would walk up and say, hey, can you teach me how to cast? I said, I, I can show you the basics right here, but if you want more information, you know, a lot of people. And we picked up members that way for our group at right. Ducks Unlimited. But there was more, I like the idea, it's it's outdoors, not just Hunting, not just fishing, right. not just everything. Well, it's
3: not just ducks, and that's yeah, when exactly. We, when we first started, you know, we were like, "This is what we want. We want it to be." The main purpose was you—you you know, the kids these days are all in front of their iPhones, and you know, I've got an iPhone sitting right next to me, and that's fine. But we want kids to get outside and see that there is a lot to do outside, and then you know. Especially in Chattanooga, there are a lot of places to go around here where you don't. And you can hunt, yeah. you can fish, or you can hike, or you can climb, catch crawfish, yeah. whatever.
4: I mean, you know, just go play in the creek. <laughs> you know, which is gas eye. yeah.
3: And that was that was literally the the purpose of this whole thing, and it's just blossomed into this amazing event with a lot of amazing people um, from all kinds of different outdoor activities. Yeah, I think that
1: um, that's a really great event. Now, how can we're going to talk about it a little bit more here and and probably in the second hour. But how can people? Do they need to pre-register? Do they just need to show up? How do they? What do they? What do you, what do parents need to do? It'd
4: be it'd be better if they pre registered it, it, I mean, you can just show up, but you know, if you pre-register, it it kind of gives helps us because that's an idea because uh, we'll be providing food, um, you know, and, and it helps with logistics. Just kind of understand, you know, we we got this many people coming, we right. we need to make sure of of, of certain things. So. How do they pre-register? You can go to uh, ducks.org and just click on Chattanooga. Um, You can find us on uh, Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited on Facebook. That's probably the number one way people reach out to us locally. All right.
1: Well, we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get back. We're going to go ahead and take uh, another break. We will be right back. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. All right. Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee, are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Bates can formulate special blends for your customers by the palate. Go to the pros at Bates Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com. Back, what? Some, some, I hear a click and something's going on here at the Radio Ranch. You saw our great carpet out there, didn't you? Yeah, they, I did see that new addition. It's kind of like the game you used to play as a kid where you, you jump on the couch and then jump on the table and jump. So it's like playing hot lava, you, yeah. you gotta jump on the pieces of carpet so as not to touch the floor. They've torn all this out, and we'll see what happens around here. I'm sure we'll get some lovely carpeting.
4: I'm um, great. I'm sure it'll be nice. Very nice. You will
3: think they're gonna put like hardwood in? Ooh, that would be good.
1: Well, no hardwood, not sound wise. No, that yeah, would be. Not. I didn't think about that. Good yeah, point. somebody in the green room drops something, you'll probably hear it for like five miles around. Maybe they'll
4: go back to shag. You know.
1: Oh, shag's making a comeback.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I had an apartment in college. We had shag carpet. I mean, if you we 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 didn't really vacuum it. We just kind of raked it, and every now and again we kick <laughs> up a rabbit or two. Do you, you know how we
3: would clean the carpet at my fraternity house in college? With a leaf blower. Yeah, we've done that. Been yeah, just, been there, the done that. Bloke. Yeah.
1: Well, and 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 uh, in full disclosure, you went to Auburn University and you were a Theta Chi at Auburn University. I was. Uh, I went to Eastern Kentucky University and I was a Theta Chi. So we're actually fraternity brothers. So full disclosure, we've done some stupid stuff. So yeah, you, but we won't tell you about it. Oh no, not at all. Can't. It unless you're on double secret probation, and then you know. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your Rush Chairman? Eric Stratton? Yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> Eric Stratton, Rush Chairman. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the duck hunting season. Uh, well, no, let me let me go back real quick. Uh, if people want to register for the event, they can go to Facebook, uh, Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited. Be sure and give them a like while you're out yeah. there. And uh, if you want, you can check out Tony Sanders Outdoors. Give us a like, too. You can watch us on Facebook Live right now. And, and we usually post a lot of good uh, articles, sometimes funny, sometimes just ones that make you slap your forehead and go, what the heck were these people thinking? (laughs) But go ahead and go uh, check out Chattanooga uh, Ducks Unlimited and pre-register there for uh, the Great Outdoors Festival. If you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, uh, if you take care of kids or an aunt or an uncle, this is a great event. And it was so great last year.
4: Right. And they do, the dollar is on there. So the way our system online works is we can't really, we don't have a way to sell tickets for nothing. So we have to charge one dollar we will give that back when you show up we'll just if you just want hand, if you want some people donate it it's that that's up to the um individual but
1: but if they if they really want their dollar back
4: we will have dollars there to hand hand back and we do attempt to hand everyone back a dollar some a, 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 a high majority just donated it but that's not a requirement it's no. just our system won't let us do a basically just a sign up it's it's a ticket selling based system so right. um yeah just just keep that in mind Okay,
1: so they can go to. I'm going to it right now. Yeah. Chinook
4: Ducks. Chinook Ducks Unlimited or New York.
1: 2019 outdoors Great Outdoors Festival. There we go. There's yep. an, even a page dedicated to it, and I'm going to go ahead and mark that I'm going. And
4: if you go t- to t- ducks.org, you just go to see local events and just follow the the path there.
1: And that's at www.ducks.org. That's correct. So yep. and ours uh, our event here. I've already marked that I'm going. Surprise! Surprise. Good. Uh, April sixth, eleven to three at Covey Creek Farms, hosted by your Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited. So,
3: with a lot of help from other folks. So. Yeah, with a lot of help.
1: Yep. Such as, do you have the list up, or uh, shall I, I just stall long enough um, for you to pull the list? I can up? get a list. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, stall. yeah. We can stall for like, know, uh, you like know, twenty seconds. Oh shoot! Yeah, we can.
4: We you can know, Donnie Covey. He's you know Covey Farms. Absolutely. You know, they there we go. provide the, the facility and um, a, a good bit more. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that. You know, aren't necessarily on this list that do things like provide, e- right? M- either money or um,
3: there, there are a lot of people that actually don't want their name on the list. Yeah, it's, it's they just want to help out. Just help.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, we have we have one gentleman that literally just feeds everybody. He just brings the food. That's awesome. Yeah. And he doesn't even want anybody to know. That's that's absolutely just does it because he likes it.
4: Um, you know, the you know the big ones are. Um, it's real funny. We got the three big outdoor stores and they they all come together and and they don't seem to have a problem being grouped together so you know we got portions warehouse cabela's and bass pro um quality tire pros has been a sponsor for this is a, their third year yeah. um and the let's see they all all those guys put something into the goodie bag um and we have
1: This is what we call dead air in radio.
4: We yeah, it's dead that. air.
1: Sorry, that's what we call that. Just that's why I, you're learning the radio, so you got to read faster. Or, read faster. Yeah, or, or 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 we can go over the list later. I'll let We're you go over
4: the list later. Yeah, I'll, I'll know, let I'll you look, look at the list. All yeah.
1: right, maybe I put but, you on the spot there too quick. I'm um, sorry about that. Chris.
4: No, no, you're fine. I <laughs> But yeah, we, there's a, there is a bunch of guys well, that have come yeah, together we'll, for this.
3: We'll go over it here in a little bit, maybe after yep. the next
4: break. Well, off the top yep. of my head,
1: I think you got uh, Rocky Mountain Elk was out there last year, right? Yeah. Uh, Wild, Turkey. Wild Turkey Federation. Uh, you had the, the TWA. TWA. Tennessee
4: Wildlife. Uh, yep. Tennessee Wildness. Wildlife Federation yep.
1: and yep. the yep. the T-WRA. Correct.
4: Yep. Uh, and uh, Tennessee Wildlife Foundation. Foundation, uh, there, there's a. It's, it's all confusing. There's a bunch of them.
3: Yeah, Chattanooga uh, uh, Crappie Club comes and works on fishing. Uh, Straight eight shooters. Straight eight shooters is going to be back. They were here last year.
4: They were year. really popular last year. Oh, That's yeah. the local skeet uh, uh, team. Yeah, they,
3: they shoot skeet, and the kids can come and and if the parents are cool with it, uh, they can shoot some skeet. Which okay. is really cool, I think, for a lot of kids to. It was the number on. one station. Oh last yeah, year.
1: yeah. Oh, I'm sure it was. And I'm they
3: sure. they're they're very good at a shooting ski, but also with the the safety aspect of you know someone who maybe hasn't handled a firearm before. Right. So. And
1: speaking of which, um, Straight A gets a lot of their funding from the friends of the NRA. And if that's where you're wondering why you're hearing my voice and not Tony's, Tony's up in Nashville uh, today. He was at the commission meeting uh, Thursday and Friday of this week. Uh, He was in Knoxville earlier, then he went to Nashville. He's still in Nashville. He's been traveling all week long. uh, But he's up at the Friends of the NRA uh, meeting where they actually give out uh, several hundreds of thousands of dollars to groups like Straight Eight, the Boy Scouts, to help them with their shooting sports. So Tony's going to be having to make some hard decisions today on what groups get funded because there's uh, a lot of people that want funding for the shooting sports, and there's just not a lot of money out there. So uh, the Friends of the NRA tries to give money back to especially youth events. So Straight Eight has, I know, has been a recipient of several um, funding uh, projects through the Friends of the NRA. So that's where Tony's is this morning. Uh, I'm sure he's listening. So um, hopefully he will be back in the studio next week.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> otherwise, I'm otherwise I'm going to rename it. Um, I will re- if he's gone for like more when he was gone to India for a while. I was seriously considering just changing the name of the the show.
3: I mean, if he's in India, how long it's going to take him all to find out, right?
1: Well, no, they got pretty good internet. Uh, access. Yeah.
3: Well, but he's time time change. At least he's probably asleep, right?
1: Uh, situation pending, and it was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't
4: think Tony ever sleeps. He He's so
1: busy. He doesn't. I, I don't know how he, he does it. He's I don't involved know.
4: with everything. I don't know how he does
1: it. He's up at like 2 <laughs> doing work, and then he doesn't go to bed till like midnight. I don't know. He may sleep. It. He's like, who was it, Thomas Edison slept like 4 hours a day? I think he's kind of like that. Mm,
4: yeah. So just to, to wrap up, the, the other people that um, would be there would be... Southern Pro Kennels, they bring they bring dogs, yeah, uh, awesome. which is always a hit. We, yeah, kids we've had to love watching the dogs. And yeah. they,
3: they they should be doing things like you know throwing bumpers for them and watching right. the dogs work and things like that, which is always a lot of fun.
4: And then um, Boyd Speedway is bringing a simulator, a race car simulator. Yeah. So.
3: I don't know what it looks like, but it's going to be cool.
4: I, I don't know right. what it looks like. Supposedly it's a real race car yeah. that's been turned into a simulator, and uh, it's supposed to be pretty legit. It, it's it's supposed to be a lot of fun. These kids yeah. are going to love it. Um, and then. You know, the, the only other thing, just mentioned that they're the Donnie stock trout in the yep. pond.
3: Yep. So. I, you know, last year and the year before, we would bring kids up to go fishing, and they had a great time, but there were no fish. So now we're going to oh, have them right. bring it up and going fishing. Blame it on the fish, and not the gandor.
4: They've been in there for a while, and he's been feeding them. Yeah, so hopefully been, he said
3: he's t- been feeding them as much as possible, so we're hoping they're, you know. Just nice
4: size, and fat and ready so, yeah, to go. Ready to go.
3: So the two you guys need to try,
1: tie up some, like, Trout chow flies like yeah. some pellet flies yeah. like corn.
4: <laughs> we, we used yep, to use those. I uh, used to fish around uh, docks where they'd put out uh, dog food,
1: mm-hmm. and we'd use them for carp. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: and it was uh, you could. It was basically just go get a brown uh, salmon egg. What it looked like
1: A brown salmon egg. Yeah, from
4: like a used to give it like a local uh, fly shop. They just yeah. just look like a fuzzy oh, okay, ball. Okay, yeah, on like a tiny hook. Yeah, you just throw it out there and you'd catch carp on fly rod.
1: I thought you meant a natural one. No, not a natural. Because <laughs> I was going. <laughs> Have you ever seen a salmon egg? If it's brown, I that that ain't it, right. It,
4: lo- it just floated right there with like dog food and you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking that thing's
1: rotted.
3: I'm thinking where'd you get that? <laughs> Uh, and I think it was out there last year. I think that TWRA is bringing their archery trailer again. Okay, yeah. So uh, it's really cool that it's a inside a trailer, so you're not going to shoot a bunch of people. But they the kids can go out there and learn how to shoot a bow. I
1: this think SCI was out there, there with their wildlife trailer. Yeah, well, really year. impressive wildlife trailer. Yep. And with, I believe they'll be back. They should be back. Yeah. yeah. That's all. That's always a big hit with the kids. It is. The uh, seeing the uh, the animals that are inside the SCI trailer. So that's always wonderful. Well, we're going to take our final break of this hour we will be right back you're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors if you want to be a part of the show give us a call 267-1023
0: 267-1023 Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment no matter the season Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure if you're a hunter angler boater hiker camper or need clothing or shoes sportsman's warehouse has just what you need if you're looking for a firearm sportsman's warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store now if you don't see one you want you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6700 guns offered online then you can have it shipped directly to the store Everyday low prices no shipping charges and no processing fees Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway.
3: Protect your future and grow your nest egg. Saturdays at noon with Ron and Christy Adams of One Family Financial. They'll explain how a little planning could make a big difference. Retire the way you want to and listen to Ron and Christy Adams. Saturdays at noon right here on Talk Radio 102.3 FM.
1: Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors, wrapping up the first hour. Uh, If you're looking for an event, you need to come out to the uh, Chili Cook-Off today if you want some chili. Um, Also, coming up on the 26th of February, the UTC, University of Tennessee Chattanooga, Ducks Unlimited, is having a fundraiser. It's a cast and blast party. It's going to be at the Camp House starting at 5.30 p.m. Uh, Lots of auction items, I'm sure, but this is their fundraiser for the local UTC Ducks Unlimited, and hopefully, it's good to see a youth group. When I say youth, I mean college students. Um, you're still getting the youth out, so maybe they yeah. can help get another generation behind
4: them out. The too. future conserva- conservation yeah. members of this.
3: Yeah, and those kids have worked really hard on this. Yeah. It's the first year UTC's had one in a while, so we're excited. Think, yeah, is there like a faculty advisor or somebody? Yeah, well, the advisor. They, they had a,
4: they're an approved. Um, I guess committee you yeah. know so they had to go through the you know through the school and get approved not I don't remember so, who it is but, but um is, but yeah like, it, they it, they're help. all you know they're all guys here that are either you know they're not necessarily from here but they're all going to school here and they all got a passion for duck hunting and uh they just kind of put it get put together a really fun night and uh usually these are little smaller events but they're a lot of fun
1: yeah well, it looks like they'll be having a big time so oh, yeah. hopefully that will work out well for them if you're looking for that event again that event is Tuesday, the 26th, and starts at 5 p.m. at the camp house. So that'll be looking forward to it. We're going to talk some duck hunting in the second hour, but um, again, can you remind everybody about the face uh, Facebook? I'm looking at Facebook. The Facebook page they need to go to to pre-register, please, for the Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors event.
3: All, all the registration will be from ducks. org. Okay. Uh, and you, like like Chris said earlier, you'll follow down to the Chattanooga page. The easiest way to get there is on the Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited Facebook page. Um, but yeah, you just go in there, and it's one dollar to pre register. We will give your one dollar back if you would like at the door. And this again, like Chris said, it really helps us out just logistically to figure out how much food to get, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So, yep. and
1: what are the age ranges that uh, you're looking for?
4: Um, you know, a, a Green Wing membership is anyone under 18. Oh, no, sixteen. I think sixteen under sixteen. So, the Green Wing is
3: actually, uh, I believe, under 11. Okay. Well, you could. And then the they call it a varsity membership from 12 right. to 17. Okay. Where but you see, get, if you're uh, under
4: 18, you're 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 not a nor, you're not an adult member. Right. right?
3: You're yeah. a youth member, and then again, so the Green Wing, I think, the difference is the magazine you get for Green Wings is like. Coloring and stuff like that, and then the
4: varsity is obviously a little more. That's where you get the the adult publication. Yeah. but yeah. but you still you still can come to this event. That's awesome, and I think getting these kids out there,
1: and especially you know as we alluded to earlier, if someone never duck hunted and their kid wants to duck hunt, this is you know and a chance to bring them out. If they've never shot a shotgun, they can bring them out to this. If they're in if they're interested in fishing and the parents don't fish, this is right. this is a great event that. A lot of parents and grandparents need to be a part of, or if you have kids and are looking for something to do, that's going to be. Uh, excuse me, that's going to be uh, April sixth.
4: April sixth, Saturday. April sixth at Saturday Cubby Creek Farms starts at eleven o'clock. Yep. We'll, all
3: we'll right, feed, we'll and it's, it's free, yep. free lunch, free free fun, free fun. Doesn't I like that idea. doesn't really get any better, does it? Free food and you free know, fun. There's
4: there's at least three hundred uh, kids getting a fishing rod. Yep. So. And you got some great
3: sponsors and some yeah.
4: great other conservation. Usually there's some other, you know, door prizes and things like that as well.
3: Yeah. We'll, we should have a few kind of raffles for the kids and things like that. So
4: that's all free. Really, that's really awesome. And I think it,
1: I think exposing these youth to different things is just going to spark an interest in the outdoors in general. Yeah. If it, If they end up being a member of DU eventually, great, wonderful. But if they don't. Maybe I mean, they, maybe they become a skeet shooter or a, or yeah. a mountain biker yeah. or a hiker. At yeah. least it's the whole outdoors. Goal. Just yeah. getting them, giving get them, them
4: opportunity to find an interest. And we we get people at the door. Our second year, last year, I had parents just saying, "We came last year. Thank you so much. We we had such a good time." And then you know, this past year, they were not only bringing their kid, but they were bringing the kid up the street. Yeah, and their kid's the buddy. You know, some, so I mean. Yeah. It it just flash grew. I mean, so we're, we got we got kind of concerned well, know, the, about about ten thirty, and we're like, "There's already one hundred and fifty kids here." Yeah, you know, and yeah, the doors don't so, open
3: until eleven. We had to open them early.
4: Yeah, we had to open them early. Don't come Lawrence. early this year.
3: We won't open them early. <laughs> the fir- <laughs> yeah, the first will. year, the first year, Ross Malone was our chairman, and he I thought might have a heart attack that morning because he thought nobody's going to come.
4: It was an it, awful, it, awful weather. It was, it was cold. It was cold. Rain. I remember, rain. yeah, oh.
3: spitting rain. And we, we had like 120 and, kids. Yeah, <laughs> and he thought nobody was going to. And
4: come. we weren't. We weren't. If it had been good weather, we would have not survived. No, we were not ready we were for not that outpouring. You know, that kind of outpouring. And because the next year it was huge. <laughs> it was huge, and we barely. <laughs> yeah. We were ready, and we were barely ready.
3: I have to yeah. say, my favorite single moment from any of the events, Chris Sanders uh, was the man that made it happen. All the kids, hundreds of kids, were lined up. We gave them all little kid duck calls, and all the kids were lined up to get hot dogs. So there are hundreds of kids standing there with a kid duck call lined up for a hot dog, so they're excited. And Chris Sanders walks up and says, all right, on the count of three, everyone blow your call. It was amazing. All the parents looked at Chris looks. like they <laughs> were going to murder him. You want to know how parents feels about a duck call? Hand their,
4: hand their seven-year-old yeah. kid a duck call. They'll look at you... Like, yeah. I'll cut you. <laughs> yeah.
3: We fed a lot of duck calls on yeah, the, on the way
6: out ask, of the I was going
1: to ask we got tossed yeah. on the yeah, you road. You start
4: out. asking mom and dad, may I give this to them?
3: Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, it's yeah, funny. Give, you, them the knife, we, give, give them the knife. La, give them the fishing lure. Last year we had a knife that we would give the kids, if the parents were okay with it, you know, a lot of the older kids. And we had a duck call. I gave up more knives <laughs> yeah. than I did duck calls.
4: <laughs> oh,
1: Lord. Influencing the youth of tomorrow. Hey, Your duck's unlimited. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. The I, kids loved it. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. All right, we're up. We're about up at the top there. Uh, again, if you want to pre-register, you need to go to Facebook and check out Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited 2019 Great Outdoors Festival or go to www.ducks.org. Follow the Chattanooga link, and you can register your kids for this great event, and it's coming up April 6th at Covey Creek Farms from 11. Don't get there early. From 11 till uh, whenever. <laughs> you can get there early. Okay. Come down. All right. Hour number two coming up. Thank you for listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. We will be right back.
6: Here come the ducks, hit the high baller. Shut up the dog, stare at the water.
0: Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors.
1: Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning. Our number two of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Got some special guests in the house, but uh, if you're just now tuning in, just want to let you know Tony Sanders is up in Nashville. He's working hard for the Friends of the NRA, giving away hundreds of thousands of dollars to worthy organizations that support youth shooting sports, such as the Boy Scouts, a lot of your clay teams. Uh, He was already at the uh, Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency Commission meeting already this week, and they came out with a couple of things that we're going to talk about this second hour, and we're going to talk about the uh, lack of ducks. So if you have any questions for two guys who actually do duck hunt a lot, Give us a call, 267-1023, 267-1023. But a couple of things came out of the meeting. Um, also, I just asked a, took a quick poll of our two guests. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and Patrick uh, gave a quick poll on do we have lifetime licenses. Your kids do, but you gentlemen don't. So don't forget, today is the 23rd. The 28th, your license expires. If you do not have a lifetime license, your license will expire. So on March 1st, if you decide to go fishing out of your second-story window around Chattanooga someplace, (laughs) uh, you will be in violation of law. So go to get your license wherever you want to buy it. Um, They do have the hard cards again this year. Thank goodness. I love those. I think that's the greatest idea uh, in a long time. If you it's extra for the hard card. If you don't want the hard card, you don't have to get the hard card. I like the hard card. Uh, so your license is going to expire the twenty eighth. So time to renew if you are wanting to participate in the great outdoors this year. Your children have lifetime licenses, so they're they don't have to worry. No, but we do. So yeah. yes, just bear in mind the twenty eighth.
3: Everything expires, so no fishing. It's funny, my, my father bought my children their lifetime license, and I kind of looked at him, and I was like, you didn't buy me one when I was a kid? Oh, heck no. Kind of like grandkids
4: are just way cooler than your uh, normal kids, Apparently. Right? Well, in his defense, I don't think they're around when you're a kid. Hey, don't tell her how <laughs> old I am. Well, I'm just saying.
3: <laughs> we he, got can, he
4: can still buy you one. <laughs>
3: yeah, he can. It's <laughs> just, just the quite a bit choices, more expensive. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. yeah a couple... What a
1: couple two thousand dollars more like, expensive? Yeah, it's close to two grand. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tony was up with the uh, TWA this uh, week working on um, the TWA Commission business. And speaking of Ducks Unlimited, the duck season has been extended next year to January thirty first. This was voted on and approved. Uh, the Tennessee Wildlife Commission set the state's 2019-2020 migratory game bird hunting season at the meeting. Uh, The commission approved the regulations uh, for next season, which includes the season dates and bag limits for geese, ducks, crows, doves, snipe, woodcock, rails, and sandhill cranes. The season will go to January 31st. I like that.
4: Yeah, it's good. Uh, I think a lot of guys like that late opportunity the the number of days i think will still be the same i think feds give That's us correct. 60 days and we as the state get to determine how we use that 50 days or 60 days and uh, a lot of states do a bigger b- split in the middle versus you know tennessee's always opened up one day and then closed at the end and you know not having a split season it's not as popular so, you know in some of the other areas they do it like arkansas but
3: well i think this year's a good example of that the the way they're, they're going to do it in the future is
4: probably going to work better for, um,
3: you know, us hunters because, yeah. as you said earlier, there are back <laughs> right off Chester Frost Park, and they yeah. were not there during the season.
4: No, so I mean, there's so, lots of late-season birds yeah, that come
3: in. Yeah, because a lot of it's as we talked about before, it's driven by the weather, et cetera, and you just don't know what the weather's going to be, and if you right. split it up like that, I think you have a better shot of catching one of those fronts and actually getting some birds.
1: The 2019... 2020 season will be November 29th. The statewide season will be November 29th through December 2nd. And the second phase is December 7th through January 31st, 2020. Uh, the only major changes uh, concerning bag limits was reduction for pintail from two birds to one bird per day. So only one pintail. I don't see a lot of pintails. Uh, very rarely. Yeah, very rarely.
3: Unfortunately, the pintail numbers nationally, I guess Worldly um, have been have been down. They're one of one of the few um, types of ducks that are actually trending down. So
1: that's not good. Because I love the pintail. I love their feathers. Oh God, yeah, I love their feathers to tie fish and flies with. But uh, that came out of the commission. Also out of the commission. If you're if you're going to brave the waters, which I recommend you do not. uh, There are new trout regulations that are going into effect on March 1st, specifically for the Teleco. Um, it is going to be closed. Uh, the teleco-citico uh, permit is going to be required March 1st through the 15th. It's going to be closed to fishing Thursday and Friday. March 1st through August 15th. Uh, August 15th. What did I say March? 15th. Sorry. I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to read the next line, which is the. it will be closed Thursdays and Fridays during the March 1st through August uh, 15th area. From the 16th to the end of February, fishing is allowed every day and no permit is required. Daily creel limit of seven trout, no size limit. Uh, There were a few other other things that were brought up on this regulation, but they have uh, moved the dates on the uh, harvesting of trout on Teleco and Citico. So just be aware of that Uh, when you get your new license in uh, one, two, three, four, five days. Uh, be sure and pick up a new uh, fishing regulation, so you can be legal and know the law, which is your responsibility. So, duck season, Wabbit season, duck season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, not good this year.
5: It was a
4: it was a very poor hunting year. Okay, Everywhere. duck number wise, in, in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. Why? Um what's your speculate I'm not asking you for
1: a scientific data I mean why do you think
4: There's a lot of of speculation and, and talk I, I think I've read several good articles and a lot of it has to do with just some weather you know just the weather patterns are are are, are different are the the birds migrate differently you know a duck doesn't have to move down south cuz it gets chilly a duck can handle very very cold yeah. weather the reason they move south is to get food and so ducks will generally migrate as far south as they have to to get consistent, good quality food. So historically, they've always pushed really far down. Um, you know, and snow and ice are the number one contributing factor factors to pushing birds out of an area.
3: yeah, we, we talk about food versus the weather, but the the weather sometimes creates them not being able to get the food. Right. Obviously, if there's a field full of corn but it freezes over and they can't get to the corn. It's weather-based, but it's really food-based is is the core of the issue. And again, if you have a field full of corn and it gets covered in two feet of snow, they can't get to the corn, and so they keep going. And so a lot of it is weather-based, but uh, as Chris said, it's really because of the food. And and because of the food and the weather up north this year, they didn't have to come down here. And if you don't have to fly a 1,000 miles... You're not going
1: to. So if I'm a duck and I fly to South Dakota and it's 50 degrees and there's lots of corn and no ice or snow, I'm going to stay in South Dakota and not fly all right. the way down. Because then you don't have to fly, I mean, Louisiana or wherever. Yeah. Right.
3: The, the week before Christmas, I was talking to a good friend of mine um, whose daughter lives north of Detroit. And at that time, they his daughter could not skate on the pond because it hadn't frozen over yet. Yeah. No, no ice fishing, I guess, either. Probably no. not. And so, you know, if that's what's happening, the, the the birds don't have a calendar, right? They just go off of what nature's doing. Well, yeah. so you're and, saying they're chasing food, which they, which makes perfect sense. Exactly. The day
4: phase has, you know, affects them just like other animals. Oh, you, yeah. There's lots of science out there for all that. Yeah. We, we could spend...
3: Yeah, we could spend the whole show. ...months of some. your shows
4: talking about that, I'm sure. But, um, you know, and, uh, w- Duck hunting is a weird thing where there's not enough water. There's too much water. It's not cold enough. It's too cold. We we kind of run that fine line where we want it just right. And, and mother, unle- mother Nature is very temperamental. It's hard to get just
1: right. And unless you get it just right, yeah. we don't get the ducks. We don't,
4: we don't, you don't get right. the pushes of ducks, the big numbers. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of guys that had good hunts, good successful hunts. Um, just I, I think overall the consensus was the the consistency of the season was not as strong as normal, and
1: the
3: numbers weren't there. The numbers you, you could shoot there. ducks, they ju- yeah, just not in the numbers. You, you just used
4: didn't see the migrators coming through in, in the numbers as and then, as you
3: have. You know, and then days. another thing about you talk about the birds moving is that can affect the way they act. So if you have new birds come to an area, sometimes they haven't seen you with your decoys and your poor duck calling before, and they might be more easily convinced <laughs> to come visit your decoys. Whereas if if it's the same birds over and over again, because they don't have to move, they're much more difficult to hunt. Especially if there is less birds and and just as many hunters, um, that can affect it as well. That's why that's why you, you, duck hunters love new birds. Mm-hmm. Um, well,
1: I I've said it on the air before, and and Tony got me into hunting. I was a neophyte when it came to hunting. I had hunted, but it wasn't my thing. I'm a I'm a trout fisherman. I'm a brim fisherman. I'm a bass fisherman. As long as it's with a fly rod, I'll go fish for it. And sometimes without a fly rod, I will go fish for it as well. But Tony got me in, wanted me to experience the different aspects of hunting. I've taken several deer. I enjoy deer hunting it, it's to some extent. It's okay. I went turkey hunting. Love that. I'm sorry, I went crane hunting, and I have not been duck-duck hunting yet, but I've been crane hunting since the season began, I love, I could see myself, and I said it months ago, I could see myself becoming a specialty person in waterfowling. I think I have found my niche, or I think I've found my one thing I like, because that crane hunting was amazing. Now, the cranes weren't here in the numbers, the mass numbers that we normally see them either. How was, did y'all hunt this year? I did not I crane hunt. hunt this year. No. Did, you didn't get drawn? I did. Oh, you yeah. did? You By, just didn't yeah,
4: hunt? I, uh, yeah, that's correct. By the time I got... To where I was had opportunities. There were not enough birds to get excited about. Yeah, it so, was it was slow this I year. I mean, Tennessee, uh, the you know the state stopped their aerial flowers because they migrated back north. Right. Uh, so, I mean, the birds left. I mean, there don't get me wrong. There were some birds around, but we're talking like
3: not as many know, as a
4: couple hundred here. versus ten, ten, to, you know. Ten to twelve thousand you know, in certain areas.
1: Can we use that last scenario of food driven? Yeah, it's exactly. If you is. don't have to fly all the way to the Hiawassee, you could stay somewhere in Kentucky or Indiana right. or Ohio because it's not frozen over and eat the corn or whatever you right. want. Why Why leave this area if I don't have to?
4: They're not going to. And, and there's all kinds of theories. You know, people, you know, hunting. There's, there's like I think there's ninety two million acres of corn in America, and uh. A very small percentage of that gets, I mean, like, like you don't, can't even measure it. You know, a like very small percentage gets flooded for hunting. Mm-hmm. So majority of it's just corn out there. Right. Harvested leaves, you know, it leaves behind grain. So there's a lot of food on the ground in America. And those birds, they know how to get it. And they, you know, and and they'll go where the food's the best. And no further. Not right. Unless they have to. Well, some of them will. Well, don't get me wrong. Some, some of them, migration, they just go. Yeah, And but majority of them, they'll, they'll push to the food and, and hang out. And
3: there. different, different types of ducks um, will leave early and leave late, you know, things like that. Um, but, you know, the, the one thing you also have to realize is that there's, yeah. you know, one of the big reasons these birds migrate is because they all uh, have babies up way up north where it's safer mm-hmm. in what we call the prairie pothole region. Right. And at a lot of point in their lives, they actually molt their feathers and they can't fly anymore. So that's why they're at the place where they're safer because they, you know, you see a bird out on Chickamauga. You get close to it; it's just gonna fly away. Well, if it can't do that, it's a totally different ball game for that bird. Right. And that's and so they they want to, That's their main purpose is to stay up there and breed. The only reason they come down here is when they can't find the food up north. And if they can find the food up north, they're gonna stay closer to where they have all their
1: babies. All right, well, we'll we'll continue this discussion uh when we get back from our break. If you want to be a part of the show, give us a call 267-1023, 267-1023. You're listening to
0: Tony Sanders Outdoors. Well, last year- 423-280-3677.
1: Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Bates has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous, call Baity's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Baity's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results and so will you. Call Babies for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company, minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Baby's Fertilizer. 472 5491, 472 5491, and check them out at 80sfertilizer.com. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Hicks and Pipe. Don has steaks such as T Bone, Porterhouse, Ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts, or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423 842 1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook. If you need any outdoor
0: supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com, choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway.
1: Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Got Chris Sanders and Patrick Daughtry from Ducks Unlimited. We've been talking a little bit of duck hunting, talking a little bit of this, that, and the other, but we've pretty much solved the, the problem of why the ducks weren't here. But the main reason you're here is the great outdoors Duck Unlimited Festival coming up April 6th at Covey Creek Farms. That's great. Uh, it's going to be a kid-centric, kid event, and... It's gonna be awesome. And right. how many kids did you have last year?
4: Uh, two two eighty something. Yeah, yeah right really? under right under three hundred. We had two hundred and fifty fishing poles, I think, and we gave out all of them, and had some some left. You know, kids didn't get one.
3: I think something. we had about two hundred and eighty kids that we
4: gave um, uh,
3: memberships to. Yep. And but I think we fed almost
4: four
3: hundred fifty with yeah, adults, something like that.
4: It's, it's a big it's a big group, so. I mean, this year we, we've we got 300 fishing rods donated, so we, we are anticipating at least 300 kids. Um, now, j- if you don't get a fishing rod, you can still come. There's still, you know, all kinds of fun things to do, so don't come just for the fishing rod or, or you know, where you might not get it because there's tons to do,
1: lots of fun. And if they want to register, they need to go to www.ducks.org. Look for the Chen- Tennessee link, and you'll see the Ducks Unlimited great outdoors festival 2019 or you can go to the facebook page please pre-register if you can uh if not you can show up but please pre-register they're going to feed everybody the uh, the, they've taken you know free lunch got to have a ballpark number so it helps us i mean yeah yeah.
4: if you if you forget or you you last minute can come please come uh don't not come because of the registration but it does help us if you know you're going to be able to make it come and go ahead and sign up all right (gasps) on the phone with us
1: now alex good morning sir
6: good morning fellas how are you oh i'm well besides it raining and i'm driving into work i'm doing pretty well
1: that's uh well neither are are real palatable at this point i don't
4: want you barely work during the week you're going to claim a weekend
6: oh yeah gotta keep the power flowing okay (laughs) water's not moving very fast right now so you know we've got to do we gotta make alternative
4: you're gonna go and pedal the bike
6: (laughs) yeah yeah you know (laughs) set up some well, solar man, panels? <laughs> well, as always, it's a great show. Enjoy hearing you all and obviously, with, with Chris and Patrick. Um, and it's, it's awesome what, what Sportsman's Warehouse does for this area, especially for this event. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and NRA, TU, DU, Rocky Mountain, everybody knows. I mean, with, without Sportsman's Warehouse, you know, we wouldn't be as successful as we are. So,
1: yeah, Absolutely. But, uh, Alex, did you? I just want to call sure? in
6: and, and, and tell everybody hello. And uh, as always, it's a great show and awful duck season.
1: Yeah,
7: and
6: we'll have to get you out, Rob, and we'll we'll dust some feathers Alrighty. next year. Hopefully, hopefully the populations provide for it. But.
1: Well, I appreciate that, sir. Yes, sir. Are you all have a great day. Just real quick before you go, man. I know you're driving into work, but uh, if you got a rod, are you gonna hang it out the window and troll on your way into the work?
6: I want to try. Okay, you know. just checking. I put a couple, put a couple outriggers. And sounds just, good. <laughs> just, just troll for it, see what happens. You know, sounds I've good. I heard, I heard they still are biting even in this
1: water. So, all right, bud. We'll
6: hey. see. All right, take have care, a man. Great day.
1: You too. You drop that. There we go. Hit the right button, and it'll work. Buttons are not toys. <laughs> um, so uh, we were talking about the lackluster duck and uh, basic waterfowl season, and uh, I did well crane hunting this year, but I went out with eight Double H Outfitters and yeah. had a ball doing that. And having them cup in and get close, and then the top of that blind popping open, I am I am hooked. And I'm thinking, if this is what duck hunting is like, I need to do this. It's, I seriously need to the do the this. It's the
4: fun part of duck hunting. You know, that, that's what I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always joke with people. They go, "What about duck hunting?" I was like, "Well, you kind of hate yourself and you don't like money." And they kind of look at you weird. <laughs> yeah. you really like cold, I was like, wet weather. Yeah, it's like well, you know, because you get all amped up, you spend a lot of money, and then you, you know, you just you don't have any control. So sometimes it's frustrating. Yeah. But But um, you know, a little self loathing in there as a duck hunter sitting out in the misery. But uh, but all in all, it it comes down to it. Hunting duck hunting is social. It is. You, you're, you're very you're in a very social situation with generally uh, gentlemen that you. Um, enjoy being with you know we, we didn't have a great season this year but every hunt we uh always walked out of the woods smiling laughing about something whether it was me falling in you know the dog doing something silly or or what there's always something to take out of a hunt whether you pull the trigger or not and I'm, that's the fun.
1: I, I like the social aspect and I like the interactive calling. I right. really like that as opposed to just sitting in a deer stand. I mean, yeah.
4: no, I agree. I, I mean, 100% agree.
1: Don't, don't get me wrong, you can fill a freezer real fast with two deer. It's going to take a lot more duck meat to make that much meat. Right. But the, yeah. the one I remember this year is the blind popped open and there were one, two, three, four, five of us emptied our shotguns. And we hit nothing but air. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> Those days it, happen. And oh, everybody's yeah. looking around at everybody else. I'm surprised you admitted it. Oh no I mean well I was in the blind with some pretty good shots and we're looking around and I looked at the doctor on my left and I said are you shooting blanks? He goes no I thought you were. You know I mean <laughs> that's the you know that's the camaraderie you got. Yeah. Now I did get to experience the 12 to 14 inches of mud yeah. and wet and rain and you know I I had bought good equipment. Yeah. Um, I was comfortable. I was mostly dry. My sock—let me rephrase that. My socks were dry, but um, you know, I kind of got the you know cold, nasty, wet. It, this is not real good conditions. My shotgun still has—I—I I've, I've, I've cleaned it, um, and then I looked back on it, and there's like little, little bit of mud in the diamond on the pump, and I'm like, okay, I got to get a, you know, maybe re-clean that again. So I got good do, for it. Oh, I know, You're, I know. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that knows you love it. Yeah, I know, but it's more <laughs> long lines of. I really enjoyed that aspect of it, and um, I kind of got that experience, and I liked it, and I it, want more of it. It is fun.
3: It's and, a lot of fun,
4: and, and honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong. When you walk out with full stringers, uh, those days are amazing, right. right? But when you when you walk out with there's there when you duck hunt, there is always a story to be had. Trust yeah. me. Oh yeah, you can't yeah. have two three guys, possibly a dog, walking in water in a swamp in a swamp without oh. something. Either silly, stupid, funny, whatever you know, something happening. Yeah, so right. I mean, it, it's always a good time, you know. And and like you said, it's interactive. You can, you can make your hunt sometimes with that calling. Yeah. That, those decoys. You can also mess your hunt up with those decoys and that calling. So there's a huge learning curve. I think that's one of the tr- uh, the really big struggles for young people in, uh, in duck hunting. It. It's really a trial and error. If you're going to learn on your own, you're going to mess up a ton. And you can't go out there like you see on TV and be the Robertsons and, you know, grow a beard and kill ducks. You can't
3: eventually. No, eventually. But, you eventually, don't but that
4: it's a very line. difficult road if that's the path you it, take. It, it's kind of,
3: I mean, if you do a deer hunting comparison, you know, I mean, what you see on TV. Is the guy standing in the stand? The deer walking out, and the guy dropping it. Right. Right. Well, what happened before that? You know, I mean, yeah. that, hours, hours, hours. And, the scouting, and scouting, the and working on your food and, plots. And and I
4: stuff think the like industry is realizing that we got to change this 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 he man, macho man hero you know, hero, hero, shot. hero shot hunting yeah. show type thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw uh, at the National Wild Turkey Convention. I think Mike Waddell, I think it was him that got a, made a speech on that and basically said that same. Uh, type thing. Like, you know, if we want our sport to grow, we got we gotta open up, change this. We gotta mentor young people. We gotta we gotta talk about, you know, the the effort we put in, not just show up and say I kill monsters or I yeah. I, I put green green y'all you know, I only shoot green heads in, you know, four a day. You know, that it, there's a lot of ego and, and I think one of the things he said in his, his speech was the male ego is one of the ugliest things on the earth, you know? And and I think we, we gotta get kids outside we gotta, we gotta get even other other adults have the ability to get kids outside.
3: So, well, here's the one thing I will tell people thinking about getting duck hunting with kids: if you try to take a kid deer hunting who's young, you tell a kid to stand still in, in a stand and not talk and not move. It's yeah. difficult, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? Duck hunting: if you're hiding in the right blind, you can sit there and chill and hang out and talk, and you really only have to be quiet and still right when the birds come up and. Generally, if you're doing it right, you see them before they see you. And so yeah. it's, it's, I think it's a lot easier to get kids involved duck hunting than it is deer hunting from that sense. And, again, it's more
1: interactive. That's, Very why, interactive. that's why they say, you know, Tony wants to take his uh, grandson on a squirrel hunt. where And, and I love when Tony tells this. He says he's going to take him out and make him stop and pause. And he says he's going to wait until, you know, the kid just can't stand anymore. And then he'll say, okay, let's go. But in that time period, you're teaching patience. Mm-hmm. Right. You're teaching them, yeah. and that's what you need. And I think I think that's an interactive way uh, to get kids involved. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. If you want to be a part of this conversation, give us a call, 267-1023, 267-1023. We will be right back.
0: Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway.
1: Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Got two calls. Eric, we will get to you in just a half a second, so please do hang on. But we're going to talk to Tony. Good morning, Tony.
0: Hello.
7: Good morning,
1: Tony. How are you, sir?
7: Good. I'll be quick since you got another caller. Guys, looking forward to bringing my grandson Hunter down to uh, the duck event on the 6th. That's going to be awesome. And uh, he's excited already, so I can't wait to get down there. Guy's done a great show. And, uh, Chris, I'm
4: just curious, are you happy with the 31st? Am I happy with
7: what? January 31st.
4: Oh, yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, I, you know, towards the end of the year or the, in, in the in the month, you always see pushes of ducks. It seems like you're out picking up, you know, you're blind and getting stuff ready, and here comes groups of ducks. So, yeah, that was yeah. a I, – I was kind of surprised. I didn't know if it would would, would get passed. I didn't know how it would go over. So, I, I like it.
7: Well, and I'm glad, and, and it was pretty much a consensus. Everybody was wanting to give the duck hunters as much time as we could. And and I was reading some Facebook posts that people usually don't try to do. And, <laughs> and, of course, we're getting ripped because we're ending the season on the Friday. And it's like, all right, I got half the people are happy we're going to the 31st. And, you know, people saying I'm stupid for ending it on Friday. But, anyway, uh, it is going to be done on the 31st, which is what – what hunters have been asking for, and so we're pretty excited about that. So
4: I, I think it's going to be good, and and I, I'm impressed with just the commission in general has taken a, a very hunter friendly turn, and it's exciting and and uplifting to see.
7: Good. Well, so. we got five new ones coming on next, so we'll hopefully we'll continue that way. But I, I know the core that are staying are, are definitely uh, very pro hunter, so hopefully but, it'll be it'll be good.
4: Well, I've noticed. That's awesome.
7: Good. Well, thank you. Well, I'm going to let you go so you can talk to Eric. Uh, I'm getting ready to give away about $450,000 to you, uh, which is why I'm, as usual, not there on the last Saturday of February. But I appreciate you guys coming in. And, Patrick, great job as always. Chris is hiding from the camera, but I'm sure that's just because Chris and I look alike. (laughs) it
4: was a requirement. I was told to sit here.
7: guys have a good good rest of the show thank you so much
4: thanks tony
1: see ya. bye hey eric how are you doing this morning
2: oh i'm doing well how
1: about you all doing well doing well what can we do for you this morning
2: oh i've got a quick question on duck hunting it's been years that, uh i've done a lot of duck hunting uh, i used to hunt a lot in stevenson alabama and you know as the As the big ducks sort of disappeared from that area, the pintails and mallards, we just saw this huge influx of gadwall. And I didn't know, since I haven't been out on on Chickamauga in the winter, if we've seen any more, if we've seen that trend. I mean, we didn't have a lot of ducks up here in comparison years ago, but have we seen more gadwall show up with the increase in billful?
4: Well, I don't know if it's the millful for sure, but I do know that gadwall is a, is a high number, um, you know, bag bird in, in the area. Now, North Alabama, they have an un, un, unreasonably high bag limit of those. Cause, well, not bag limit, but uh, that's probably the number one bird shot. Well, I think, sure. I think part it of it. It didn't used to be. Right, right. No. And there's years ago, you know, 20, 25 years ago, before really my time here hunting, Mallards was was a very popular bird on the Tennessee River, um, especially north north of Dayton. Um, Nowadays, mallards you do get them in certain areas, but not on the main river like you used to. A lot lot of diver ducks, Eric. A lot of diver ducks um, on the river channel, and then yes, there are a good bit of gadwall.
2: Okay, I said no. You know, we, we we stopped spraying. For uh, for milfoil, which is yeah, you know, I guess helped fishing a lot. Uh, I didn't know if that if that was contributing to you know increase in duck numbers up here because you know Mud Creek and Crow Creek down in Alabama are just covered in
4: right. uh, the, the in ducks grass, do like so. milfoil. I don't know that it singles out just gadwalls because I think mallards will will you know and you know any any puddler duck will will go to the milfoil. There's yeah. invertebrates and stuff that get in there even when the grass has died, but. Um, we just don't see the number of mallards you did twenty years ago, and and so yeah, we see a lot more gadwall, teal, and divers, divers. like you said, like you know, a lot of ring
3: But I guess that, that, oh, yeah. to answer your question, I don't I don't know if it's because of the millful or not. That's yeah. an interesting yeah, interesting know. question. Cool. We'll have to put some du scientists on that.
2: All right, well, sounds good. Well, guys, I appreciate it, uh, and. Uh look forward to seeing you all at upcoming event
1: all, righty, all right sir good to, good to hear from you this morning thanks a lot absolutely all right bye bye hit the button there there we go and uh we're up against the break aren't we taylor yeah we're gonna go ahead and take our uh, final break here if you're listening to tony sanders outdoors we will be right back Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com.
0: Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors.
1: Wrapping it up on this rainy Saturday morning. I'm assuming it's still raining outside. Has been for the last months. I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing precipitation, so.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, the, hands down, that would be the easiest guess of the day.
1: I was thinking about taking an uh, Alabama rig and just putting it over the hitch and just <laughs> dragging it around. I might catch something that way driving to and from work, so we'll see. Uh, but hopefully this coming week will be a little bit better. But the duck season... Wasn't good, but if you want to learn or participate, you can go to the Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival on April 6th. Please go to www.ducks.org, look for Chattanooga, or go to the Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited page and please pre register if you can. It's going to be a great event. If you've got kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, a neighbor kid, just bring them to this event. It's going to be wonderful. It was. It's it's been growing every year, and I know y'all want to see it grow. And you're giving a lot back to the youth and the community. So it's a great organization. Um, if they want to pre-register, please because we got to yeah. count. We got to count but number it, food. It, but yeah, it
4: helps us plan. Um, like I said, don't. I would hate for someone not to show up because they didn't pre-register. We anybody can come, but if you do pre-register, it does kind of help us. But. Um, um, yeah, April 6th, 11 o'clock at Covey Farms. It's going to be an amazing time. And,
3: and in case we haven't said it, Covey Farms is right down the street from the Costco.
4: Yeah, right behind Costco. Okay. So real real easy to get to. Um, I think there's pretty good instructions. You know, Google Maps, all that can get you there. Yeah, if you good get off, I uh, forget which exit that is. Um, off of seventy five, just—it's not called the Costco
3: exit. Yeah, it's
4: called the Costco exit. Actually, on the sign, <laughs> get off t- the Costco right, and
3: instead of turning into Costco, you just keep going down for it's like a mile or two.
4: Yeah, and, and there'll be, be there'll be signage on the road that it'll we put out. Yeah. It, it'd be hard to miss. We'll have usually we'll have some equipment out there and some yeah. signs and flags and stuff. So awesome!
1: awesome. And that's a good, that was a great event last year, and I hope I wish you luck on this year's event. I well, know it's going to be thank great. You. Uh, I'm I and I'm going to be out there. I'm sure Tony will be out there as well. Um, and just seeing the looks on the kids' faces last year was yeah. just a, absolutely amazing. I mean, there, it, was smiled, it was smiles. Uh, every kid had a smile on their face.
4: Yeah. Well, we, are, we appreciate you having us on absolutely. to talk about our cause and our event. My pleasure. And uh, it's, it's an honor to be here and, and talking about it.
1: I appreciate y'all coming on and talking about duck hunting because this is something I'm really getting into. I mean, off the air, we've talked, you know, pros, cons, and um, I did want to wrap up this year because I'd heard and we'd reported, you know, the ducks just weren't here, and um, so you know I wanted to get an more of an expert's opinion, and and the food driven uh, hypothesis that we presented makes sense to me, and and I'm going to run with that, and I'm, okay. I'm I think it's probably true. I think there's other factors. There's a, of, there's, there's, there's a lot of, but I think I think that was the major one. Major one,
4: and a lot of water spreads them out. So yeah. I mean, and it, we've had a lot of water. Yeah. So you know, it, there's it was just a weird year. And and I think I think a lot of people are concerned. Is this the new trend? I, I don't know that there's enough science or got yeah, yet to one prove year that. Is I not think a trend. I think that we just have years that aren't as good. Well, and, 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 and we hope Ar- next year's better. Arkansas,
3: the duck capital of the universe, they had a terrible year this year. So it wasn't just Chattanooga. It wasn't just this. It was year. All, It was all. It was all, all over so. the South,
4: and you know, it, guys at North, North had a great year. We we're, all, we're all an optimistic group. So yeah. You kind of uh, have to be ha- to be ha- a duck ha- hunter. You yeah, absolutely yeah. have to be from day to day. So if we can go day to day, we can definitely go season to season. So next year is going gonna, is gonna to be better.
1: That's absolutely. awesome. And uh, it's also awesome knowing that uh, the Ducks Unlimited chapter here does a lot for conservation, both nationally and locally. And y'all give back. And, and this is, uh, again, on April 6th, the Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival is going to be out at Covey Creek Farms. It's going to be a great event.
4: And if...
1: If you don't have a kid, you can probably show up and, but you might get put to work. I'll put it. Yeah, right.
4: come come volunteer with us. Yeah, we'll you can work. go
1: volunteer. So
3: yeah, and I'll give ourselves a pat on the back because of this event. It's been so fun. Um, we have moved into the, I believe, the top ten in the country, right, as far as kids memberships.
4: Outstanding. A- alone last year, we signed up. I think we doubled the number of youth memberships for Ducks Unlimited in the state of Tennessee.
1: So y'all are actually getting out there encouraging youth and and. And everybody and, says we need to do that, but y'all are actually in doing big, it. In big numbers. Well done. Well so, done.
4: So, and, and it's a model that, that we want other people to take advantage of. This isn't a secret. This is something that that we would love for other groups to do in to other say, areas. It, and, and other gr- Ducks Unlimited groups are starting to do this. But so. if
3: you're an outdoor organization in Chattanooga, contact us. Yeah. And, and we'll we'll have you out.
1: I know that uh, Richard emailed me and asked me for the uh, Trout Unlimited uh, President and information, yeah. which right. I sent to him. So, I, you know, he knowing I'm a part of that group. So, And it's great. Again, SCI is going to be out there. Rocky Mountain Elk, Wild Turkey, TWRA, Georgia DNR, Chattanooga Cropping Club. All these conservation organizations are coming together with one unified purpose, and that's to let right. these kids have fun. We, we
4: all have that same goal. We might yep. We might be focused on ducks and someone else on turkeys and, you know, elk and trout, but we all have the same end goal, which is... We need people to further our support. But I think, and,
1: I think it's absolutely great that Ducks Unlimited, one of the major conservation organizations in the United States, set this up and brought all the other conservation. Right. Y'all did the legwork, and it's great that y'all did that.
4: And, yeah, we, we can't wait to grow it, and yeah. uh, you know, I hope it takes off nationally.
1: I hope it does, too. I hope so. it does, too. Again, that's April 6th. April 6th, and it's going to be at the Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival. Also, today, if you want some chili, come out to Sportsman's Warehouse at 1 o'clock. They're going to have the chili cook-off. If you want to enter your chili, you need to pre-register. But if you want to watch to see whose chili wins,
4: there may be some duck chili out there. I don't know. I, I have a previous commitment today. I was going to try to get in, but I was going to be extremely overbooking myself. Ah, okay. And I'm, I'm very good at that, but... Um, is it, it does made? not work out well for me, usually. Okay. And so, uh,
3: Do you think the celebrity judge can be bribed this year?
4: Uh, it's possible. And, and FYI, one year I did enter Goose Chili. I ground oh. Goose and made Goose Chili, and I won. It, did you though, really? Yeah, this has been a long time ago, and there might have only been, like, five competitors. But <laughs> I, I still won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right.
1: Awesome. Well, be sure and stay tuned for Outside with Cindy. Outside with Cindy is coming on next. You can hear more talk about the outdoors. You've been listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. We will see you next week.
6: Here come the ducks, hit the high baller. Shut up the dogs, stare at the water.
0: You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Lock us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.